Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. You're listening to Wicked Sources, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Every week, I bring you news information that could affect you, including alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. For our awesome culture and community of smokers, vapors, stoners, and all-around hippies, if you like what you hear and you want to stick around, consider subscribing. Before I begin today's podcast, I want to shout out my sponsor, Anchor.fm. If you've ever wondered about starting a podcast, now is the best time. Anchor.fm allows you to record, add music, transitions, and so much more. They'll even help you distribute your podcast to multiple platforms, all automatically. Anchor.fm. Try it today. Welcome back, folks. To Wicked Sources, I'm your host, Mr. Bubbleguts, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Every week I bring you news info that can affect you, including alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. So this week we're going to talk about psilocybin therapy. I'm a huge proponent of psilocybin. I've used it for a number of years to deal with my own issues, and I've made videos about it. Of course, you can go check them out if you want. But today we're going to go over a case study provided by um, N. NIHS, I believe. So it's a National Institute of Health. And uh, I want to see what they have to say. I'm usually following this pretty closely, especially over the years as we've seen a lot of developments with um, uh, therapies relating to um, psychedelics. This The psychedelic revolution has begun. And where it's going to lead us, who knows. But hopefully it has some good impactful outcomes on people's lives. That is my hope anyways. Before we begin on this article, if you find value in it, smash the like for the algos, of course. And if you want to stick around for more videos like this, consider subscribing. So let's begin. Psychedelic Assisted Psychotherapy After COVID-19. This was released this year. Let's see what they have to say. The therapeutic uses of psilocybin and MDMA for pandemic-related mental health problems. COVID-19 pandemic stands to have impacts on mental health and well-being that will extend beyond its formal resolution. Before COVID-19, mental health disorders were already challenging. Global health care systems directly accounting for 7.4% of the total burden of disease. An estimated 1 billion people worldwide suffer from a mental health disorder with the two most common disorders, depression and anxiety costing the global economy $1 trillion per year. Stigma and limited treatment options have amounted to substantial unmet need and violations in human rights for people with mental health disorders. Looking ahead, heightened post-pandemic demand for mental health care signifies an urgent need to bolster clinical capacity by integrating novel, cost-effective approaches into existing systems. Emergent literature globally describes the diverse impacts of COVID-19 on mental health. As we all know, many of us were stuck indoors, uh, not allowed to see family members. We went through um, major holidays where generally we congregate and laugh and talk about the past and our futures and you know hug one another, eat well. Uh, we were deprived of that this past year. And um, here in 2021, as the holidays are approaching again, we might be able to get back together 
and do the things that we enjoy. For instance, available data among hospitalized COVID-19 patients in China revealed that approximately 96, 96% suffered post-traumatic stress symptoms. Studies among intensive care unit patients with previous coronavirus infer high rates of post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety, 30-40%, to 40%, persisting months after discharge. With similar rates observed in patients infected with COVID-19, highly exposed individuals such as frontline health care workers are susceptible to similarly negative outcome due to prolonged occupational stress, elevating risk of PTSD and suicide. Importantly, post-pandemic mental disorders are not limited to individual directly uh, individuals directly exposed to COVID-19. Rather, research documents... Um, Importantly, post-pandemic mental disorders are not limited to individuals directly exposed to COVID-19. Rather, research documents PTSD symptoms among individuals who have been indirectly exposed by witnessing or being confronted with the threat of death or serious illness. COVID-19 has significantly altered lives in ways that exacerbate drivers of mental health problems. With widespread uncertainty, increased experiences of grief and loss, social isolation, economic and housing instability, and decreased access to critical services related to lockdowns. Further available data on the impacts of COVID-19 on substance use patterns indicate increased use of alcohol and other substances in response to stress and negative emotions. Social connections are crucial for people struggling with addiction and such as depression and increased social disconnection represents a key risk for adverse outcomes. The societal and economic consequences are tremendous with structurally vulnerable groups of greater risk. For example, North America has seen dramatic spikes in fatal overdoses attributable to socio-structural conditions worsened by COVID-19, disproportionately impacting uh, racialized groups. The legacy of mental health problems that will be left behind by COVID-19 incites innovative solutions to address rising rates of PTSD, depression, anxiety, addictions, and social disconnection. As such, we would we would be remiss to not to, to not to consider a novel approach with antidepressive and anti-addictive potential that may also foster a sense of social and environmental correctedness known as psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy. Well, at least it's being acknowledged that all of these things that have happened the past year and a half have deep, deep impacts and implications on people's health. It's not just the virus itself, but it has so many other things that are causing problems for so many. So opening the regulatory, the gosh, I can't speak today, guys. What is the problem? On top of that, we have this really dense paragraphs of writing with very small font. Opening regulatory doors to psychedelics. Sounds good to me. A considerable and growing body of evidence speaks to the potential of psychedelic-assisted psychotherapies to enhance treatments for PTSD, depression, end-of-life anxiety, and substance use disorders. The ensuing government, industry, and social support includes the U.S. 
Food and Drug Administration, granting breakthrough therapy designation for psilocybin. Wow. And for treatment-resistant depression and PTSD. I guess they were talking about MDMA there for that. MDMA for treatment-resistant depression and PTSD. A range of jurisdictions worldwide are expanding access to psychedelic-assisted psychotherapies, Mm -hmm. including through uh, compassionate use or right-to-try pathways. In 2019, the Israeli government approved its first compassionate use program for MDMA-assisted psychotherapy, shortly followed by FDA approval for an expanded access program in the U.S. Switzerland has permitted compassionate use of MDMA and lysergic acid dilithamide, or LSD. They could have just said LSD. Instead, they want me to look stupid. The state of Oregon has now legalized psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy and decriminalized all drugs alongside dozens of similar legislative reforms to legalize or decriminalize psychedelic plants and fungi across the U.S., including bills to expand right-to-try laws for people with serious or life-threatening illnesses. In Canada, a growing number of permissions have been granted by the federal government to use psilocybin for existential distress and for therapist training purposes. Health Canada recently announced a notice of intent to restore access to psilocybin and MDMA through the Special Access Program, which followed a national petition signed by nearly 15,000 Canadians in support of decriminalizing psychedelic plants and fungi. Mounting public interest in psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy is reflected in the 2020 Global Drug Survey. Nearly 6% of 110,000 respondents used psychedelics in the past year for self-treatment of mental health conditions, myself included. And 90% who had been who had a supervised psychedelic experience in an uncontrolled setting indicated interest in taking psychedelics under a legally regulated and approved treatment system. These findings underscore the need for increased public education, training of qualified care providers, and harm reduction approaches as regulatory frameworks evolve. While the pandemic has illuminated deficiencies and inequalities in our healthcare systems, it, has, it also provides a rare opportunity for change. The collective experience of COVID-19 has rearranged priorities by bringing mortality, loss, and mental health to the forefront and is generating innovation. Rapidly evolving regulations around psychedelics come at an opportune time and may open doors to new treatment modalities. In this context, below we provide an overview of the clinical evidence for psilocybin and MDMA-assisted psychotherapy, which is a if, uh, which, if larger studies continue to validate findings, are poised to make a substantial impact in mental health care and bolstering treatments for post-pandemic stress and trauma disorders. Fascinating. Before we begin this next part, I have to say that um, I'm, I'm really kind of blown away. I wasn't expecting this type of approach um, I'm really grateful to hear they're taking it seriously. Let's be real. I, uh, the, the pandemic was difficult on all of us. 
young and old. So the many different issues that we've all gone through, um, we've had to kind of combat on our own. There were there were very little uh, things that we can do to help us get through day to day. Some of those things may have just been entertainment since we didn't have a lot of choices or overeating because let's face it, a lot of us stocked our fridges because we were told not to go out. Wow. Special access programs. Psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy for depression and existential distress. Clinical evidence for psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy and promoting long-lasting relief from existential distress is highly relevant in a post-pandemic world. Randomized clinical trials have observed large effect sizes sustained four and a half years after a single dose of psilocybin delivered in the context of psychotherapy. 60-80% to of participants with cancer-related existential distress had clinically significant reductions in depression and anxiety. Between 1960 and 2017, 11 psychedelic clinical trials involving 445 participants with life-threatening diseases demonstrated significant reductions in symptoms of depression and anxiety, highlighting overall safety and efficacy. Likewise, open-label trials of psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy for treatment-resistant depression have observed rapid and sustained improvements up to six months following up. A recent RCT found psilocybin-assisted psychotherapy produced marked antidepressant effects in patients with major depressive disorder. 71% had clinically significant reductions and 54% achieved remission. Four weeks later, demonstrating effect sizes greater than are typical for psych- uh, psychotherapy alone and for other pharmacological treatments. Most recently, a double-blind uh, RCT published during the pandemic that compared psilocybin with a selective serotonin um, inhibitor found similar efficacy between the two groups with some secondary outcomes favoring psilocybin. I have experienced the same thing, um, taking psilocybin for years for my depression, and um, it it always leaves me feeling with a sense of calm and ease that I just um, have never felt before. It It's really remarkable. Um, I, I wish... Words can do it justice, but the the emotional distress and the and the depression or the sadness, the hopelessness that I would feel um, just melts away, and it leaves me with um, with a feeling of gratitude at the end. And I've done it for so many years, and each time um, I discover something that. I value about being alive, something uh, that I find um, really, really beneficial because it helps me to proceed forward. Um, in my earlier videos, I've talked about exactly the things that um, I had done, trying to, for the first time, discover myself as an individual as I you know, break the norms and the foundations of my perceived existence in this world and as I've 
gone through these experiences, it it had helped me tremendously to really kind of identify myself for the first time in this world, to question who I was, but more importantly, to bring about um, to bring about my future by asking the most important question, who do I want to be? As I dealt with a lot of my problems, these were things that came up um, as an after effect. And I would reflect on a lot of these ideas through my experiences for days and weeks and months at a time, trying to make sense of it. Um, And ultimately, it had left me feeling better and better and better each time as I gained the tools that I needed to become stronger, mind, body, and spirit. So, let me continue. As the pandemic continues to intensify experiences of disconnection and existential distress, it is noteworthy that spiritual or mystical experiences occasioned by psychedelics are thought to be mediate several... What what are they saying here? Are thought to mediate several therapeutic outcomes by eliciting powerful emotional responses, including awe, ego disillusion, sense of unity, sacredness, and insight. Approximately 70 to 90% of participants across the clinical trials rated their psilocybin experience among the top five most personally meaningful and spiritually significant experiences of their entire lives. Well, that sums it up for me as well. That is exactly how I would uh, have put it if I could find the words. It was incredibly meaningful, incredibly uh, spiritual. The the connectedness, the unity, the uh, the self discovery, the um, the gratitude for being alive, and for the first time looking at the world in in a different way. It was powerful, and it's powerful every single time I go through it. These days, I don't really require as many uh, as many sessions as I did when I first started. I'm going to link this down below because it's quite long, but for those of you that are interested in learning more about this, you can give it a quick read. So what do you guys think? This is the psychedelic revolution and it is coming. And with laws allowing more research, allowing uh, more people the right to try, as they put it, with these special access programs, I feel like it's going to be it's going to be quite amazing to see what that future will look like. If more people can feel better, can sense exactly what I sense going through these experiences, um, I feel like the world would become a better place uh, rather fast. Now, of course, we'd still have to deal with politicians and deal with our social problems as we all do. But I think the experiences that people gain through psilocybin therapy, at least for those that are trying to deal with depression, anxiety, PTSD, and a number of other things, it's huge. That's a huge leap forward. But imagine the rest of the world if they're able to do something very, very similar for themselves and what they would gain, what they would learn, and the um, the mindfulness that we would all have for each other. Powerful. I hope you guys found value. If you did, consider sticking around. I'll catch you guys on the next one.